Hey friends, welcome back to the show. This is episode 149 titled LinkedIn for Dummies with Donna Sardula. Now I know you're thinking I'm all about Instagram, but I also know LinkedIn is a powerful place to build a brand presence and a network of people. So today, Donna is here to give us an incredible lesson on LinkedIn and the power of optimizing our profiles to stand out above the rest. It's super juicy and you'll need a pen and paper to take down all her tips and strategies. Let's dive in. Hey there, sister. Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast. I'm your host, Allison Scholes, and I am on a mission to help mompreneurs like you ditch the Instagram overwhelm and take control of your time on the app and build an extraordinary brand and business, but still be fully present with your family and just be crazy happy with your life. This show is filled with Instagram strategies, marketing hacks, branding and business tips with a side of coffee and Jesus. If you're ready for some juicy content, you know what to do. Hand your kiddos those tablets, open those juice boxes, grab your coffee, whiskey or wine, and let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm really excited today because I have Donna Sardula here today and she pioneered the concept of LinkedIn profile optimization. Yes, we are diving into LinkedIn today. She is the perfect person to be here today to talk about LinkedIn because I know nothing about it. She wrote a book called LinkedIn Profile Optimization for Dummies. Pretty sure I need to get my hands on that book because I feel like a dummy when it comes to LinkedIn. So I know that was a long-winded introduction, but welcome to the show, Donna. Hey, Allison. Thank you so much for having me. Now, before we get into my questions about LinkedIn, and they may sound like they're kind of all over the place, but I would like for you to tell us how you got started with LinkedIn and where this concept of like optimizing our profiles and why you focus on that when it comes to LinkedIn and helping entrepreneurs. I am. I started my company in 2009. So we've been, we've been doing this for over a decade. I'm very proud to say that. Um, I joined LinkedIn back in 2005. So like, my God, it's, it's, it's just crazy how long ago it was. Um, back then they basically had the exact same thing that they say now, which is like, just, it's your online resume, copy and paste your resume. And there's going to be opportunities galore. And back then that's, that was sort of the you know, that's what everyone did. <laughs> I remember doing it and nothing happened. And LinkedIn seemed very uh, useless at that point. Um, I, I ended up, I had gotten into um, like a sales, you know, a real cutthroat <laughs> doggy dog dialing for dollars sales role. And that's really when the whole concept of LinkedIn really started to make sense for me because I was, I was forged with, you know, in like Salesforce automation, CRM tools, like, and all of this, you know, like that was sort of the early days, but looking through those lenses, I could see how LinkedIn could be huge and, and what it, the potential, the potential it offered um, to have like that Rolodex that was, you know, accessible by everyone and having complete control over that card of information. And it just, to me, it, it really all came together. And um, so anyway, when I was, you know, in this, this sales and marketing role, I often 
times would find myself Googling the people that I was cold calling. Hmm. And I always found that their profile popped up. It was always like number one in the search results. And it always never gave me the information that I craved. Like I wanted to learn more about this, this person that I was going to be talking to, uh, you know, someone I was meeting with, I wanted to learn more about them. And, and so often it was either blank or it was this old regurgitated resume. And I started to realize, my gosh, this is, this is, it's not your resume. This is your brand. This is your reputation. This is your digital introduction. This is that first impression. And this is something that you need to really grab a hold of and take control of because people are looking to you to tell them what to think about you. You have this opportunity. It's huge. And don't just, you know, be lazy and copy and paste a resume or <laughs> do nothing, you know, because you do, you have the control to, to be able to control people's perception. And so, um, that's, that's sort of how I got involved. I mean, I, I saw, I saw how huge it was and, you know, I started my business in 2009 because I wanted, I wanted to help people tell their story and it's really hard to write about yourself. Yeah. And you know that I'm all about um, branding and online presence, but I focus on Instagram. So I'm glad you're here because I will admit I'm doing absolutely nothing on LinkedIn. Like, yes, I have my profile that I probably looked at maybe over a year ago. We were just talking about that before I hit record. And it's kind of like that last minute, like, oh yeah, I haven't been on LinkedIn for a while. Maybe I should post something. Like that's where I'm at. And I have a feeling that is probably where a lot of my listeners are. They see the potential of LinkedIn, but they look at it like, well, that's just for corporate people, or that's just for people who are looking for jobs. Oh, yeah. And I know it's changed and it's beyond that. I know now it's more of a, a great place to network with people and get to know people. So I, I guess my first question to you is, mm-hmm. those, of, those people that want to get started on LinkedIn, how do we optimize our profiles so that we can stand out above all the rest? So... The, so before we talk about optimizing, right, you have to know what you're optimizing for. So <laughs> I would say the very first thing you want to do is really think, what are you trying to accomplish? Like, what do you want out of LinkedIn? Is it simply to network with people? Is it to get found for opportunities? Is it to be seen as a thought leader? Is it to, um, is it to find jobs or gigs or, you know, whatever, um, you really want, I, I always say, get, get clear, <laughs> really get clear as to why you're on LinkedIn and what you hope to accomplish. And then go a step further and say, who is my target audience? Like, who am I aiming this for? Like, who's going to be reading it? Now, anyone can read it, right? I don't care about everybody. Who is that core group, like, that you do care about <laughs> that you want them to read it and you want them to be impressed and they will, and then you want them maybe to work with you or reach out to you or interview you, whatever it might be. So we've got to know those, those two things really, you know, upfront. Why are you on it? Who is your target audience? We're going to go one more step. If they were looking for someone like you, but they didn't know you existed, mm. what would be the keywords that they might use in a search to find you? Interesting. All right. 
Because with LinkedIn, LinkedIn is, is more than just a professional network. It is a search engine. It's a search engine of professionals for professionals. And many, many times people go right straight into LinkedIn and they will type what they're looking for. And with LinkedIn, the beauty of it is you're not just searching. It's not like Google where you're searching everything and anything and you're getting all, all types of you know, responses and results. With, with LinkedIn, you are getting people. <laughs> you're getting companies. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you see those results, those results are filtered by people that you know, like how close are they? And people love to do business with people that they know or people that they feel comfortable with because they've done business with people they know. There's some, there's a connection there. So you want to think about those keywords because if a person is searching for someone like you, you want to know what those keywords are so you can use them throughout your profile so you can pop to the top. Now, when you say use those keywords in your profile, like are we putting it in our actual name field and in the description? Yeah, put yeah, well, you well, you could. <laughs> we don't want you to put it in the name field. We want your name field to be your name field. But in the headline, we'd like it would definitely in your headline. Um, also into the about section, organically, not listing, but organically using it in your narrative. Um, and even in your your potentially your job title and uh, your, your current experience description. Those are the different areas where you should absolutely infuse those keywords. And, and I'm not saying like obnoxiously, but just be very aware and make sure that when you are creating the profile and you're writing that narrative, you're utilizing those words because a profile will never turn up for search in search results for words that don't exist within it. Right. So right. If, you're, if, if you want to be found for Instagram consultant, but your profile never says Instagram <laughs> or consultant. Right. You're you're, you're not going to pop up. So, yeah, and, then, yeah. and then people are like, well, I knew that LinkedIn didn't work. Well, it was just because you didn't, <laughs> you know, use, use the words that you want to be found for. So those are those are just the first three things you do. OK. And, are there any other like cool like tips or strategies you have for like really optimizing your profile, especially someone who is like, hasn't been on LinkedIn for like the longest time ever. Like, what do you think they really need to focus on? I would, I would absolutely focus on the intro card. That would be my, my number one immediate, uh, you know, check mark (laughs) on the list. So what is the intro card? The intro card is when you visit your LinkedIn profile, it's that top section and there's a background graphic. If you're, if it looks sort of grayish green, like kind of stripey, that means you've, you have the default background. You haven't uploaded anything. So this is a fabulous place to upload an image that is, that illustrates your brand. Mm-hmm. All right. You want it to say something about you. You want it to, um, you want it to almost subtly suggest who you are and what you do. Um, yes, you can go to Canva and you can make a montage. You can, you know, put your logo in there if you want to, or you can just have like a really nice image um, that, you know, again, just gives a person a good sense of who you are, what you do. Um, so the background image is important. The profile picture is important, and you want one that's professionally taken, uh, where you know it's it's right around your head. It's not doesn't have your ankles, <laughs> your knees in it. Um, you want to be smiling, you know, like 
you want a nice profile picture. You want to make sure that it's public. A lot of times people have it set for only their network or only their first degree connections. Um, and it looks good to, it looks good to you, but no one else can see it. So that's a, that's a big, uh, it's a big tip right there. <laughs> and you gave me that tip before we hit record to make sure that my profile picture was set to public and not to my connections. Now, speaking of connections, that is probably my follow-up question that gets me a little tripped up when it comes to LinkedIn. I know there are levels or maybe categories of your connections, of who you're connecting with. We have first connections and it goes all the way to fourth connections. Is that correct? No. No. It's three degrees. Three, oh, degrees, three degrees of separation. Okay. Okay. I thought there were four, but there's only three. There's three. So, so, and then we'll go back because I've got even more tips on the front. Okay, cool. We'll, 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 we'll make a segue here. Um, so you and I connect on LinkedIn. All right. Once we connect, so I send you an invitation request. You send me an invitation request. One of us accepts. It doesn't matter which direction it comes from, but we both agree. Yes, we know each other. <laughs> That's, we're now first degree connections. But here's the thing. When I come into your network, it's not just me coming into your network as a first degree. I've got a trail of people behind me. So I come in as a first degree connection, but all of the people that I'm connected to, all of my first degree connections become your second degree connection because there's this now there's this mutual connection. Okay. In addition to those second degree connections, their first degree connections come. Those are third degree connections. They're minus two, right? So when you expand your network by connecting with people, what's happening is you're now, you're, you're getting, you're allowing yourself to go into all of these different networks. And when a person is searching LinkedIn, now there are some people who pay <laughs> for enhanced you know, search, but for most people, when you search LinkedIn, you're searching not the entire database, you're searching your first, second, and third degree connections. There's also, now this is maybe where you were thinking fourth. There is another level there, but it's basically the third degree level. And it's any groups that you joined on LinkedIn, all of those members are also there, but they're listed as third degree. Okay. But that's like a that's like a, a, another you know aspect to it. Okay. So when a person is searching, I'm not talking about name-based search. I'm talking about a keyword-based search. When a person is searching by keyword, first, second, third degree, and then any members of groups that they belong to, you may see a profile that says out of network, but there's very little that you can do. You can't see their full name. You can't message them. It's, it's very limited. Okay. So when it comes to making connections, on LinkedIn, is there a degree that we should focus on? Like, is there kind of like focus on your first and second degrees? I, I don't know. Like if I see so, someone that is second degree or third degree, does it matter? Can I still reach it out? It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't okay. matter. I, connect with people, you know, connect with people you like, connect with people you trust, connect with people that you are just remotely, you remotely know. Mm -hmm. um, or remotely familiar with. Yeah, familiar with people who are in your industry who, you know, you want to get to know better and maybe, you know, they, by chance they've heard of you. There's like some type of knowledge, familiarity there. Um, there's another aspect 
of connecting, which is not connecting at all. It's, it's having a follower. So let's say, Alison, I don't know you, but you know, I love what you represent. I love what you're doing. You're a mover and shaker. You're a thought leader. And I want to listen to you, but I don't know you enough to connect with you because you don't know me, but I want to listen to you. I would follow you. Oh, okay. So you so, can follow people on LinkedIn and then you can also connect with them. Those yeah. are two very different things. Okay. Very different things. Connection is a two-way street. So once we connected, if you post on LinkedIn, there's a chance that I might see it. If I post, there's a chance you might see it. But in the follower type of a relationship, if I follow you, I'll get your post, but you won't get mine. Okay. Unless you follow me. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Now you mentioned that you wanted to go back to your tips in strategies on your profile. (laughs) And I don't, and I'm sure our listeners are going, yes, yes, go back to it. So let's go back to that part and let us know what more, um, what other tips that you have. So we talked about the imagery, right? Background graphic profile picture, right beneath the profile picture is your headline. And this is a very, very, it's one, it's, it's a super uh, powerful area because it follows you. It's not just uh, stuck there on the top of your profile, but when you post on LinkedIn, when you connect, when you message, when you recommend, um, when you do pretty much anything, what which, what what uh, like what signifies you, right? What symbolizes you? You know, it's always your profile picture. It's your name, and it's this headline. And so you want to make sure that this headline is powerful. It's, it's, it, it, it illustrates, it tells who you are in a very succinct, very, very quick manner, but it, it needs to grab people's attention. It makes them want to click to learn more. Um, the more keywords that you have in it, the better your profile potentially will do in search. So this is a very, uh, it's an important area, but when you look at it on, you know, on the profile, like that, it's buried, it's buried in this little edit icon. So it's, it's an area you need to pay attention to. Um, and, and I will say this, you, you'll hear people go, oh, you want to have a benefit statement. You want to be able to promise people the earth, the moon and the stars, like, you know, I can help you get a thousand leads. It, you know, like, don't ask me to marry you. We haven't even been dating, man. <laughs> so I always say, be careful. You don't want to come across too salesy because you'll just turn everybody off. But you, maybe your your title, you know, who you are, what you do, your role, um, infuse those keywords. And then at the end, you can have a benefit statement if you really want to. Um, I have on my website, it's under free resources. I have an app that I had a developer create that generates a headline. It's almost like the old fashioned uh, Mad Libs. I don't know if you remember Mad Libs. Yeah, yeah. Childhood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very similar to that, um, but it's free. So anyone who's listening, if they're interested, they can visit LinkedIn-makeover.com and they go to um, free resources. It's a, it's, it's a generator. Just you click, 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 and it will spit out a, a beautiful optimized headline that you can copy and immediately use. Um, but the nice thing is when you have a good headline, 
you're going to find that you turn up more often in search. You're also going to get more views to your profile. And that means more opportunity. Awesome. I will make sure that I put that link in the show notes for our listeners so they can take a look at that. Cause I know I would like to take a look at that. So any other tips or strategies before I move on? No, I think the other two things to pay attention to, right. Is you want to make sure you have your contact information so people can reach out to you. I know it's so obvious, but so few people ever put anything in there. Um, but, you know, really look at that profile, look at the about section, look at your experiences and this is a place to tell your story and you want to write it for what your target audience needs to know about you, right? You really want to cater that message. So it's not about just, like I said, regurgitating a, you know, a resume or an old bio, but, you know, really think, you know, what do they need to know? Like what, what, what is important to them? How can I help them? How can I showcase who I am and what I do in a manner that resonates and that's, that I think is the most, the hardest part of LinkedIn, because it is hard to write about yourself. And sometimes it's hard to sort of step away and understand what it is that you bring to the table. Awesome tips. Um, the thing that keeps jumping to my brain, and I know our listeners are probably thinking it too, is like, okay, once I have my profile kind of set up and, you know, I feel good about it, it's optimized. I got the keywords in there. They got the profile picture. They have the about me. But I think the next question they're going to be wondering is now what do I do on LinkedIn? Like they've been, maybe they're posting on Facebook all the time and they're, they're really um, consistent on Instagram and they're posting daily on Instagram. How should they be approaching LinkedIn? Like what kind of post should people be putting out there? And, and with LinkedIn, it is a professional network, right? So we do want to keep it professional. But the nice thing is with everything that's happened over the last few years, LinkedIn has become a little bit more personal. So it's not like you can't post these things. I mean, you can open up a little bit more than you could years before, which is nice. And, and I like that. Um, what, what I would say is this, you know, approach first off, right? If you don't, if you are only accessing LinkedIn on your laptop or your desktop computer, make sure you load the app on your phone. And as that thumb moves over to that Instagram icon, just, just say no once <laughs> and click on LinkedIn. <laughs> Open up the LinkedIn app and scroll through that, scroll through the LinkedIn feed. Just get a sense of what other people are writing and, and posting. You've got you to learn that language. And the best way to do it is to start scrolling through and seeing what other people in your network are posting and sharing. And then you wanna engage with it. So before you even start posting and creating content, I want you to stop, don't even, don't even think about it. Just start to scroll through the LinkedIn feed and engage with those people who are already there and posting. This is going to help you when you do post because the LinkedIn feed, as, as LinkedIn has stated, they've said, uh, the LinkedIn feed is people you know talking about the things that you care about. And so one of the biggest issues I have, I get people say to me is, you know, Donna, I'm on LinkedIn and I'm posting and I'm posting and I'm posting and no one is interacting with it. 
are you interacting with other people's problems? <laughs> the answer is almost always never. I, I, you mean I have to go through there and interact with people? I just want them to interact with me. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's a two-way street. So I, I know it's, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, go in, jump in and start to see what are other people doing and interact with them. And when you interact with them, LinkedIn's algorithm is going to see that there's a connection. And when you do post, those are the people that will see it. And because you have been interacting with them, they're more apt to interact back with you. All right. So, you know, you do need to have a nice network, you know, find your tribe, find other people, find your target audience, connect with them, ask them to follow you, you know, like try to start building that audience, see what they're posting, engage with it. And then when it's time, then you want to start to post. And, and I say this, you know, don't, it's not about selling people. It's about educating. It's about adding value. It's about helping, inspiring, lifting others up as well. Right. So you want to get on it without this, you know, like, don't just go on and like, Hey, buy my services. <laughs> like it just, That's not interesting. It's not engaging. So you want to really think, how can I, how can I, you know, add, how can I help others? How can I add value? How can I educate? How can I inspire and, and think in terms of what you do, you know, and, and maybe that th you're already doing that on Instagram. Maybe you're already doing that on fit on, on Facebook. And you probably are if you're doing the right thing. So it's now taking that content and just, you know, reformulating it a little for the LinkedIn audience, you know, and the LinkedIn audience says you, you, you want, we do a little bit longer posts than shorter posts. We like for people to hit the show more on a post to expand it. That tells the LinkedIn algorithm, oh, this is good stuff. I better show it to more people. And um, I always say three, three hashtags. That's, that's what LinkedIn has stated is the best, which is like totally different from Instagram. It's like Instagram, like 300. <laughs> you know what? It changes like every day for Instagram. <laughs> They keep changing their minds on their hashtags. So that's like a whole other story. <laughs> With LinkedIn, LinkedIn's hashtags are more, I find the broader ones are the better ones. Like do okay. not go for that long tail, you know, really, you know, super concise, super niche hashtag. Those don't work as well. And then LinkedIn realm, you want to think broader, you know, like leadership or um, social media. Um, innovation, like those are better hashtags for LinkedIn, at least. Um, and then if you can tag people, tagging people is good. You don't want to over tag, but you know, if you know a person will respond, certainly you can tag them in a post or tag them in the comments after you post. Um, that's a nice way of drawing people into the post to really let them know, Hey, I'm, I'm here and I'm engaged and I want you to engage with me. And really aim for, you know, aim for conversations. So post something that's going to engage people and ask them to comment so you can have those conversations because LinkedIn loves them. So what I'm hearing is it seems very similar to what I teach my audience to do for Instagram. So for those who are listening and you want to start getting on LinkedIn, just repurpose your content that you're doing on Instagram. And like you said, just optimize it for your LinkedIn audience. You may just have to change the verbiage a little bit, maybe make it a little more professional. And a few days later, put it on LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Rock I'm hearing. Post. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and I think the you know especially that the context that goes around the, the you know the images on Instagram should work rather well in the LinkedIn realm. You know, and and you know always think in terms of all right, you know, is this helpful? Is this good content? Is this quality? And and with LinkedIn, those posts live a long time. So it's not like you have to post three times a day. You don't even have to post once a day. I mean, if you want to be a big influencer, yes, <laughs> clearly. But, you know, for most just regular casual users who want to maintain a, a strong presence, but, you know, they have a life and they're doing other things, once a week is fabulous. Really? Yeah. Because that was going to be my next question. What what do you consider being consistent and growing on LinkedIn? And once a week, yeah, I, once maybe look, once to twice a week, or you know, yeah. if you have a I mean, lot look, of great content. Hey, if you can do three times a week, hats off to you. Hats off to you. But you know, with LinkedIn, it's it's quality over quantity. Okay. And I find the less they you post, the longer those posts do live. And with the LinkedIn algorithm, it's it's a little it's a little different, I think, than most others. It's not a chronological feed, you know. It's not done by date order. It's done by relevance. It's done by popularity. It's, you know, it goes out when you post. It first gets it gets almost like parsed. It's like, is this good content or bad content? Bad content goes down the drain. Good content then goes out to a small group. And how do that how does that small group interact with it? If they're liking and commenting and, you know, engaging with it, then it goes to a bigger group and again to a bigger group. And, you know, so it can live. And I mean, if you look at your LinkedIn feed, you'll see there's posts that have been posted a week ago that are at the top of your feed. That's true that now that you say that I have looked on LinkedIn, you know, once in a blue moon, when I actually open the app on my phone. I do notice that I am seeing posts that were like over a week ago. So that's really, really interesting. And you know what? I feel knowing this information, it is going to take the pressure off of people knowing that they don't have to live on LinkedIn every single day to really grow a strong presence on LinkedIn. It's really just optimizing that profile, getting into what you were saying earlier, the headline, the about section, using those keywords, and then putting out quality content and just being conversational and actually just making connections and being friendly, being being, nice, you know, helping people find good connections themselves, you know, and, and in, in, in like, sure, we all want, you know, it would be great for a person to go on and post, you know, every day, like that would be fabulous. But we have, you know, like, I feel there has to, we have to be realistic, you know, like, there's only a limit to how much a person can truly post. So, you know, I say, you know, if you can post once a week, that is ideal. That's wonderful. The other, you know, the other days of the week, at least go in and scroll through and engage and comment. You know, don't just think it's like, oh, I post once and I ignore it. But, you know, post once, you know, make it a really good, strong post, you know, be very, very deliberate in that post. And then the other days, you know, make sure you pop in there, check your messages, <laughs> you know, check your notifications, 
see what people within, you know, who are within your sphere are posting, engage with it, comment a couple times, and you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised at what happens. Now, Donna, I feel that you and I could probably fa- fall down a, a rabbit hole and just keep talking about LinkedIn, all the other, you know, amazing opportunities. We can get into network groups, but I know we're running out of time. And of course, if our listeners would like Donna to come back and go deeper into what kind of groups to get in and how to share your information in groups, I'll definitely have her back. But um, for our listeners today, let them know where they can connect with you, maybe get a hold of your LinkedIn profile optimization for dummies, but because I think you're just <laughs> fabulous at what you do. I'm looking forward to optimizing my profile. So let them know where they can find you and reach out sure. to you. So uh, visit my LinkedIn profile, type in my name, Donna Serdula, into the search. You'll you'll see me, I'll pop up there. And I'll tell you this, when you click on click on me on LinkedIn, hit the follow button, but there's also a little bell that just popped in there. It's it's a very new feature, but if you click the bell, when I post, you'll be one of the first people, people to be alerted to it. So definitely make sure you hit follow and hit the bell. Um, you can also find my website. It's linkedin-makeover.com, linkedinmakeover.com. And I have tons of free resources, tons of free resources. Um, but if you do find that, you know, like, you look at that profile and it's like, I just don't want to do it. I will clean out my garage before I sit down and write about myself. <laughs> You're in very good hands. Very few people want to do it. And you can outsource the writing to us. So we are here for you. Um, and then finally, I would say, um, if you do want to find the book, it's on Amazon. Just type in LinkedIn profile optimization for dummies. Awesome. Well, Donna, I will make sure that everything is in the show notes for our listeners so they can just go grab the link that they want. And thanks again so much for being on the show. And we'll have you back again to go in deeper on LinkedIn group. So thank you. Thank you so much. I can't thank you enough for listening today and supporting this show. The best way to support me and grow the podcast is by leaving a written review on Apple iTunes. I promise you, I read every review and take them to heart. And don't forget, head to bossladyinsweatpants.com to grab all my freebies or hang out with me on Instagram at Allison Scholes. I'll see you soon.